Christoph calls him the future of freestyle calisthenics. Many call him one of the best dynamics athletes out there. With only 17 years old, he's a wonder kid in his area, and I'm really looking forward to this interview. As always, you find the timestamps here, so you can jump to the parts that is most interesting for you. Enjoy this episode. Let's go. Yes, we're, we finally did it after, um, yeah, after many tries uh, scheduling this interview. Uh, thank you, Roman, for being here and for taking the time for this interview. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Hi, everyone. Yes, so uh, backstory, we already tried a few times to record this interview, especially after uh, the last time we talked with uh, Daniel Christoph and he was uh, announcing you as uh, yeah the future of freestyle calisthenics, uh, which was something that um, yeah was um, really inspiring and uh, motivating, I think, also for you. What were your thoughts when, when he said it? Uh, so, yeah, <clears throat> I've seen this interview and I was really happy about it. I don't know. It gave me like a lot of motivation and um, yeah, thanks to Christoph that he thinks like this and I'm not gonna loosen his eyes. <laughs> I'm gonna train hard. <laughs> so Nice. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, um, what what were your thoughts? What, how do you see yourself? Maybe you can, uh, let's start. Where do you come from? Who are you? Uh, are you uh, uh, an alien? Are you a normal human being? What are you? Where do you come from? Uh, so uh, my name is Roman. I'm from Earth, as you know, and probably yeah, I'm from I'm from Ukraine, but currently I'm living in Germany because of the war in Ukraine. So I'm 17 years old. Mm, I love doing calisthenics and I'm doing I love doing create uh, create content. So yeah, that's basically it. Mm. When did you start? How did you get in touch with the sport? Uh, so I started in 2019. Uh, my my friend of my brother, a friend of my brother, he was going to the club. I think I I've seen an interview with Melnik already, and he talked about this club. It's called Barstylers. and the friend of my brother he started going there, and it was like they train basics there. Uh, no dynamics, just basics for like, as I know, a couple of years they were doing it. And also after as a friend of my brother was going there, my brother also joined them. And like when they don't, didn't have the training there, they were training outside and I was kind of, I, I noticed that and I was really interested in that because I was like doing just basics before, but by only by myself or with my friends also. Uh, just basics, no workout, and then um, I searched, like I found videos on YouTube how people are doing this kind of stuff, like kind of gymnastics, and my brother was also trying to do this, so I I just joined them. They were working out outside together. I just joined them and tried to learn something with them. They told me about the club where they're going, what they're doing there. And then I also tried to go there, but I've been there only two times because they were training only basics there. And at that moment, I already seen like uh, these elements, the, what the guys are doing. And I was like 100% into dynamics, into like the just elements, what they're doing. I was not interested in basics anymore. So <laughs> that's got my attention. And uh, the, that, that's when I started. And yeah, also uh, later I found one guy who was also going there and I knew him before, 
but we were not that like close friends and uh, yeah he was doing calisthenics and i noticed that i and we started also to train with him with my brother and the friend of my brother just meeting up every day just trying something and we were watching like uh, youtube also as well to find some elements to watch like the news and calisthenics uh, we didn't know like in, in ukraine we don't call it calisthenics it just workout we call it like street workout uh, or just workout because yeah i didn't know that it's called calisthenics here in europe and in the world we just called it workout but as you know workout is just like training if to translate that uh so yeah and then we started training like almost every day after school we just we was meeting up and just trying some new stuff training yeah this is basically how i started so was there somebody that you were training with that, that had your level or like someone that you were looking up to and was even like uh, crazier yeah like of course uh i had the, i had two friends who were like really much better than me and my friend he could already do 360 and that was like my 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 goal for that moment because when i uh, seen this element i was like telling my other friends like um i was calling them and saying hi come here like my friend is doing really crazy stuff you need to see this so and we were like so inspired by this 360 and my friend he could also do uh, front lever and straddle bench so but that was like i was more inspired by 360 because that looks more interesting to me at that moment than straddle bench so i was looking up to that guy yeah and yeah, i was so, it. so you directly fell into love in love with uh, with dynamics uh, it was uh, love on first sight uh, before you did some some basics, which means uh, pull-ups, dips, push-ups for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was uh, doing it. I was doing it for I don't know, like when I was really like a kid. But it wasn't like consistently. I was just doing it for fun. Just I don't know when I see the bars and when I want to do it. But I have a theory uh, after talking to so many athletes uh, and especially uh, from the uh, like Eastern countries, Ukraine, uh, Bulgaria, um, like I feel that a lot of the, uh, the, the, the pro athletes, they did push-ups uh, as, as a child. Uh, it's like a, a, a pattern that I see across them. And I think it's really good if you're an active child and you uh, already did like some, some basics as a child. Uh, it's good for the tendons and for the joints to be prepared what, for what comes later. Um, because me in my childhood, like I didn't uh, do a lot of sports and I feel my, my, my joints and my uh, tendons are like really weak and at, especially tendons, um, they need a lot of time to grow and to be like stable and to get thicker and more stable. So, um, yeah, uh, that's, that's interesting that you also did, uh, the pushups as a, as a child, like Alicia did, uh, yeah. or like, uh, Andrew Strong did. Mm -hmm. I remember these interviews. Yeah. Yeah. I was more doing like pull-ups and I guess uh, that's what gave me the power in the strength in dynamics. Nice. So, uh, and before that, um, so if you say 2019, you said, right. Um, yeah. so it's uh, four years ago. So you have been uh, 13 round, like, uh, approximately. Uh, yeah, I started, um, like after my birthday. So when I got, when I. Uh, like after 13 years old, 
I started yeah after my birthday. So right now I'm 17 and it's uh, yeah it's uh, even more than four years. So I'm doing calisthenics for like four years and almost a half maybe. So, and before, uh, did you do any sport before? Um, because um, yeah, that was just like break dance for six months. But I, I don't think that gave me something. Just I was doing it like um, I don't know, just to do something after school, so I wouldn't get bored. And yeah, I also like played basketball for some time, football, but not that um, seriously. So okay, so no hidden uh, gymnastics career or something that no. uh, we we can uncover today. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Do you think you would be at an even higher level today if you would have uh, done gymnastics as a child? And uh... I think sure, yeah, sure, because I would have this uh, mobility. I I would get like less injuries right now, and yeah, I think it would be easier for me right now if I would have done gymnastics. Tell us about your beginnings, uh, especially dynamics. Um, what I see is uh, really hard to start with um, a lot of uh, yeah, fears, let's say, or like mental uh, mental obstacles there, uh, but also the equipment. It's not like sets and reps that you can do it everywhere. But uh, in the best case, you have some mattresses or like a, a foam pit uh, in the dream scenario. Uh, but um, how were your beginnings? Where did you train and how did you progress in the beginning in the first month and year? Uh, okay, so I mean, like when I started, these elements, they didn't seem that scary to me and they don't seem right now because it's like kind of basics, like 360 shrimp flip. It's not like the elements that you can like really fall much and I knew it. Uh, so we just trained on just normal bars because in Ukraine we basically have the bars everywhere, uh, in every area, like on every street and they're kind of the same. So... Yeah, they're like, it's like important that they're like kind of wide so you could speed, spin with your legs at least or just do something on them. But we just trained on normal bars, yeah. Because uh, when you do this beginner elements, as it seems for me, it doesn't really matter what bar you have like for this kind of elements, you know. And yeah. But doing a gainer or uh, even a shrimp flip uh, for the first times, you um, you didn't have any mattresses or something. Uh, I mean, I yeah, like my first gainer, I didn't, I did without mattresses or without anything. Mm -hmm. And it's really funny because like my first, as it called, flyaway gainer, and I did this after I already learned double 360 and shrimp flip and 540 because I was really scared of this element. And I once, uh, like when I just started, I tried it once and I fall on my neck from the bar. I like, I tried to do it and I hit with my legs of the bar and I just fall down on my neck, but I saved it a little bit with my arms. So that was, and after that I had this fear, but after like I did double 60, 540 shrimp flip, I just tried it again without swing and just more swing, more swing. And yeah, I just learned it. Do you think it's important like switching to, <laughs> to today, um, to have a good system for learning dynamics because looking at, um, street lifting or at sets and reps, uh, or even statics, everything gets more, uh, or for me, at least it's more, um, 
uh, yeah, structurized. It's easier to to put into um, a schedule um, and to for programming. It seems much easier for me. How do you train uh, dynamics to make progress? Is it just trial and error? Do we have like fixed rest times between every set? How do you progress effectively in dynamics? Uh, so. In dynamics, there are like more than 1,000 elements. I don't know how much, but they're like really much. And a lot of people don't know about that because they see only like 360s, shrimp flips, uh, I don't know, alley-oops, 720s, but they don't know about other elements. Uh, and I mean, they're like much more of that. Before your first 360, for example, you can learn much stuff. And that stuff gives you some, I think that gives you some basics so you'd understand the technique and you get more like connected with the bar, I would say. And uh, in my opinion, yeah, ju yeah, just train dynamics more, you know, not like one time a week or two times. I think three times or four times is at least you need to do it. Uh, I mean, if you don't, if you want to learn something, not maintain. For me right now, I'm training only two times a week dynamics or sometimes one time a week just to maintain. But if I want to learn something, I need to train it like every other day, for example. Because that's important when you train more, you get like more connected with bar and you feel it more better. Uh, you feel it better, yeah. And in dynamics, yeah, I would say there are more elements than you think. And you just need to learn the things that are easier than like first 360 if you can do 360, for example. Um, yeah. And try to repeat, like if you learn something, try to repeat it next training. For example, if you learn 360, or like don't. Uh, rush immediately into the next element. Just try to do 360 more and more times. There are like different variations, like this grip, this grip, this grip, I don't know. A lot of variations, try to do everything just to be sure that you do it stable. And after that, you can continue with learning some new elements. And when you learn some some, uh, some new elements, you, you also have to like put this 360 in your combos. So and when you learn like a few elements, try to do them in your combo. If you can do like five elements, do them in your combo like all the time at least one time for your training or two times to maintain everything and when you do them in your combos you have more endurance and it's better for you in future and yeah do yeah. you do when you go into a dynamics training do you start with uh, the easy skills to get comfortable and get a confidence for the training or do you start with the hardest one like in statics where you uh, use your maximum power in the beginning how, how do you structure your training um, like, uh, it's the, it depends when I'm preparing for a competition, I just do combos and I start with, uh, like some basics just to warm up my body, just some double three sixties, uh, giants, gingers, I don't know, to warm up my body. And then I'm just doing combos, combos, combos. Uh, yeah. But when I'm just training, it's really depends because sometimes after two or three hours of your workout, if you train, for example, that day, if you train like four or five hours, it can be sometimes because when you learn something new, it's really fun and you can train really much. And it's really funny because after like two or three hours, you can still hit the new elements that you were trying like before, or if you feel like you don't have power, but you like tried this once at that training and you feel like, oh, I'm super close, but you've been trained already for three hours. But you anyway can try to do it and you can catch it because you get energy from that. You almost like caught it or if you're really close, 
So for me, I can just learn new elements after three hours of my workout. When you're, you feel you're tired, but you're not actually tired, you can do more. So crazy because that's super different than statics. You know, you have to yeah. do the, the crazy stuff in the beginning. Yeah. Otherwise you're too exhausted to have yeah, performance. Yeah. Okay. So, um, give us a checklist. What is, uh, what is important for a good dynamics workout? Do you need music? Do you need friends? Do you need a good, uh, setup? What, what is the most important thing for, uh, the checklist for a dynamics workout? Uh, okay. So, garnation wrist straps for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, what do you need? Like, Just bar, yeah, somebody who you can train with because if you like fall or something that he could support you and just to train together, it's, I think, better when you train dynamics mm. because you can get some advice from the side. The, the guy is seeing how you're doing and, and he can maybe like say your mistakes and he can just see it from his perspective. And it's just more fun to train with somebody. I don't know about static. Like, I know about statics. Statics, I can just train two, three hours alone. Just, you know, planche leans, front lever pull-offs. Just, it doesn't really matter if I train with somebody or alone in statics. But dynamics, it's better with friends. It's more support. It's more more fun. Yeah. Um, and what do you need to to train dynamics? That's... I mean, you need only bar and yeah, that's all. In gymnastics, I just had to think of uh, that in gymnastics, uh, when you're training, uh, I, you often see someone who who is having like a, a foam for the bar, you know, that someone, uh, if you fail and if you land on the bar, that they put the foam. Uh, mm -hmm. Or like uh, in gymnastics in general, you see a lot of assistance, especially with aesthetics. But don't you think that calisthenics people would progress quicker if they would also have this um, more structurized training? I don't know. I mean, if you train with a coach, I think it can be better. But like to say your friend all the time, like, can you just put this like 10 times for training or 20 times for like 10, 10 minutes? straight just all the time can you like do this can you do it i think it's really annoying and it doesn't really give much sense to me um i think it's not really necessary to put this soft things on the bar because yeah i don't know like in gymnastics they're doing more crazy things than in calisthenics i would say because it's like more flips over the bar in calisthenics that's a new level something like really crazy And I think it's yeah, it's important in gymnastics to get this uh, support with these soft things on the bar, for example. But in calisthenics, I don't think it's really needed. But in general, if you see, if you look like 20 years into the future, um, do you think that in calisthenics people will have uh, coaches as well, like for dynamics and uh, the sport will be more um, yeah organized uh, than it is today? Because... As you explain your story, you teach yourself uh, the most stuff. It was just trial and error. Of course, you're exchanging yourself with friends who can already do a 360. But in general, I think a problem in calisthenics is that too many people start at zero again and have to do all the mistakes uh, done by people in the past already. And it would be much smarter to have a better transfer of knowledge 
from the old generation to the new generation. So um, not everybody has to have the same problems with tendonitis, with, I don't know, with all these things that uh, are just in our sport because of a lack of transfer of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like if you will start in gymnastics gym, of course, you'll progress faster. And yeah, if you have this opportunity, just go there and train there. Like it's much better. And yeah, I would say like the most important is your environment, like who you train with. So if the the guys who are, who are training with already did this, it's easier to learn it because they will explain it to you. So how do you approach these days when you want to learn something new? Because I think you're on a level where there are no, not many people who you can't just type, uh, I don't know, a 900 tutorial on YouTube because there are no tutorials for that. Uh, how do you approach uh, learning something new? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like usually it can just came come to my mind just like to try this one or I usually see the guys on Instagram from Russia or from Ukraine like doing this from Kazakhstan doing this crazy stuff and I'm just trying to repeat this that's all I'm, I just see for example five elements I have like a list I write them and I can just try to give two attempts for this one for this one for that one and which goes better I can train it more today but for me it's like it's super hard to learn something new right now because it's like really high level and you need to work much on the new elements you want to learn. So, yeah. And you also have to find the good balance between statics and dynamics because... Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's very hard, I would say, because it's really hard to progress in both. I think you need to choose what you want to progress in and what you want to maintain because... Um, yeah, like uh, for me, I don't know how people are dealing with it, but for me to learn something new right now in dynamics and to progress in statics, that's very hard. And yeah, even to like, because in, for, in statics, for example, if you're kind of like average level, for example, you can divide, like you can train planche, you can train front lever at different days. And you need to train it at least like, for example, one element two times a week. For example, front lever two times a week, planche two times a week. And dynamics also like every other day, for example, or three times a week at least to progress in something. So that's, and you know, you need to also add basics not to get injuries. And for my case, I'm, I kind of stopped doing basics. And because of that, I got my wrist injury, I got elbow injury and I have like injury in my lower back because if I don't have time for basics, but I probably next year I, I start to do more basics. So, and that's really hard to combine all these things. This is why there are like not many people who are doing everything together. Or you can see like the guy who is doing crazy dynamics, but he is doing not good statics or the guy who is doing crazy statics and not do dynamics, for example, because it's really hard to be complete. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. And for me, like in the head, it's so hard to be good in both because uh, what, what I see is for dynamics, it helps to be really like um, um, skinny is the wrong word, but like really flexible and uh, mobile and like uh, rubber joints. And for statics, it helps to be like stiff and to be like really, you know, uh, solid. Yeah, yeah. I know I started training planche uh, more. And I got my shoulders a big, uh, big bigger, 
a bit bigger. And after that, it's really hard for me to do Supra 540 because I don't have that mobility anymore. So I, I stopped doing Supra 540 because of my shoulders are big. Yeah, so you also have to focus on mobility. So it's mobility, basic strength, uh, dynamics and statics, which is super hard to fit into a week. Yeah, that's really hard. And if you want, if you want to progress and everything, that's really hard. <clears throat> How do you do your programming? How do you um, set the the focus for this week? For this week. Uh, so I'm I'm still currently thinking about it because I don't have like a plan that works perfectly for me, and I'm trying to change all the time everything. But I found for myself that it's good for me to do two trainings in the day, but that's kind of hard because I'm also studying in school and that's also like a big problem for me. But before, before my school, when I had like the stop and I had a lot of time, I was training like in the morning, I go train dynamics like two, three hours. And then in the evening I train statics. And then next day I take rest and next day I train the same like dynamics and statics. So that's, that works for me pretty good. And basics, I also do it after, for example, I train statics. I do like 30 or 20 minutes of basics and stretching. I can also put it like somewhere, I don't know where, but on the rest days, yeah, on rest days, I, I can do cardio and stretching, for example. So that's, that works for me pretty good. Or the other system is, uh, for example, I'm doing on Monday, I don't know, like planche and hefesto on Wednesday, on, Mon on Tuesday, I do front lever and on Wednesday I do dynamics, then I take one day rest. And then I do like the same. Yeah. And I, yeah, I always trying to find like the way where I can put this basics and I, I can put the stretching and cardio. Yeah. Also I want to put cardio somewhere. So that's usually on my rest day. So basically I'm trained every day. Crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Because we, we forgot cardio in this list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's really, I think important in endurance when you're doing dynamics, cardio is really important. Just like, 15, 20 minutes to activate this, to get this uh, heart beating. So mm -hmm. when you do dynamics, it's also easier for you to do longer combos. What do you think is the, the reason why you are um, at the level that you are right now? Um, if you would have to say something, is it because um, of your genetics? Is it because you put in a lot of time because you really love it? Like when I, When I see the smile on your face when you talk about your trainings and about uh, unlocking something new and stuff, I really feel the passion that you have for the sport. Um, so mm -hmm. this is uh, like uh, leading to easier discipline, like because it's easier if you just like and enjoy the trainings. But what do you th think is the reason that you're at, at your level? Um, I would say it's because of my environment in Ukraine, because... I trained with so many people who were like the same level as me, who were doing 720s, 900. And I think it's because of that environment and yeah, the support I had in Ukraine because I trained with so many people who were the same level as me. And yeah, I would say that's because of environment. So environment and much trainings, of course, but I, I I'm that strong in dynamics because of I, I skipped more like a lot of statics when I started like first two years. I was able to do only front lever. So I trained only a little bit front lever just for fun, just one, two attempts at my dynamics session. So I would say that's because of two years, I just trained only dynamics, you know, and when you train something, only one thing, of course, you're going to be 
good at it. And yeah, mm -hmm. environment consistently training and yeah. And now yes. being in, in Germany, um, is it a problem that you don't have your, uh, like a, an environment? Do you have a, someone who pushes you uh, in your workouts? Yeah, I train with some guys who are like also experienced. Uh, they're not that really strong at the level, but they're really experienced because they're like following all the guys from other countries. Like they're watching a lot of stuff and we just um, give each other knowledge and It's really good that these people are here. Okay. So yeah, I have also community here. Good, because if you have someone who has the theoretical knowledge or just uh, an, a good eye for uh, how it should look like, that's super good. I think it's also super nice to train with people who, who push you. They don't even have to be a high level, higher level than you. But if they are just so motivated and they uh, yeah, motivate you to give 100% and they encourage you, uh, that's also super positive. But um, yeah, I can imagine it's uh, difficult to, to change like this environment from, from people who uh, were doing 720s with you uh, to yeah, a new, new city, new people. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. I, I got used to it. Yeah. And maybe you will uh, be the change for German uh, freestyle calisthenics because, uh, yeah, in Germany, we don't have uh, a lot of, uh, like freestyle athletes, uh, here, like more the, the street lifting, but also static scene is, is bigger. Uh, so I always hope that, uh, the Germans uh, see you and, uh, are inspired to, to push, uh, freestyle calisthenics more here. Yeah, we are working on it. Yeah. That's cool. Um, is there someone, are there athletes that inspired you, uh, like, um, in your early beginnings or maybe even today, uh, in your trainings? Um, yeah, there are like many people who inspire me really. I mean, it can change all the time. Sometimes I love the style of this guy or that guy. It's really changes, changing all the time. But when I started, I remember I was looking for Melnik, I would say, of course, because he was like the best in Ukraine and Melnik Flex, I think you know him. Uh, as I know, Flex is not doing calisthenics anymore, but yeah, they were a big inspiration when I started. Uh, who, who else? Um, yeah, like I would say a lot of guys, just <clears throat> when you see they're doing something crazy and you like, you love their style, they inspire you. So. I think still, I want to talk about this topic. People also asked in the uh, Instagram uh, survey in the poll for the questions, how do you overcome the fears of dynamics? Uh, I know that, uh, this year you also fell on, uh, on, yeah, you also failed and had the, the back injury, I think, uh, yeah, because of, yeah. uh, of yeah. slipping. So, um, the, the danger you know, of freestyle of dynamics is real. Um, how do you overcome it? What would be your advice? Uh Uh, so currently I'm training dynamics only in the gym with like a lot of mats. So it would be more safe for me and yeah, just like good warm up for my back. And I'm trying to do all the time, like some, at least like a few times a week, I'm trying to just train my lower back, you know, with just some basics exercise because I had like so many problems with my lower back. And uh, yeah, like you have fear all the time. I think for me, I have... I would say if I train more often, 
this fear gets uh, lower, but there are like a few elements that I have fear always. And if I even did them like 10, 20 times or like even more, I I will have fear anyway to do them again. I don't know why is that, because you see a lot of crazy fails on Instagram, how people like breaking their necks from the elements and uh, yeah, there, like, yeah, there are like a few elements I have like really fear of doing them. Yeah, especially the, for example, if I'm doing this element a few times in my recent trainings and then I quit it for like three trainings and I want to do it again, I have this uh, crazy fear again. So, but it's hard to do, you know, everything, like everything you have already, every element you learned, it's hard to do it all the time. So you need to quit some elements for some time to learn something new or you, you just forgot to do it, you know, so... And you need to re when you need to repeat it, you have fear. Mm -hmm. But there are like only for me is like a few elements only that I have fear. So okay, so your advice to the listeners would be to um, see the fear, to accept the fear, but to uh, do it anyways, and maybe just use the fear as something positive to be more alert during this move or more conscious. Mm. I mean, I would pre first prepare, like, if you feel that you, you're ready for it, you, you see, like, you have, for example, good attempts, or if you're um, just um, sure that you can do it, or, like, you... I mean, there's, like, different types of fear. When you don't know, like, what's going to happen, and just going to hit this anyways, or when you're just scared, but you know that nothing will basically happen because you have meds, for example, or just more safe but i would say if you think that you're ready for it and if you're just did some i don't know elements i i mean i don't know how how does it called it's like if you did some prep exercises for this element and you yeah you're ready then you can try it even if you have fear but if you're like don't know what's gonna What's, what will be there when you do it? For example, if there are like a 50-50 chance if you will injure something, don't like, that's on, that's all on you. I mean, you can try it. As I tried like uh, three backflips from the bar, I thought I would do it, but after I posted like my fails, the guys wrote me like, why didn't you tell me that you're gonna hit this element? I would help you because there are like a, this uh, small catch because you feel that you already did like three backflips, but you didn't do them. And you're like going to like open your body and stand on your legs, but you're like on your back and on your, on your neck still. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just do some prep exercises for this element. And if you feel just do it with fear. Yeah. It's okay to have fear. Yeah. Just be, cautious i would say okay nice <clears throat> let's talk about competing um you did a quite a few competitions this year um how do you usually prepare for competitions you already said that uh, stamina is important so doing some cardio uh, to be able to go through the rounds more uh, with more preparation but how do you usually prepare for a competition uh, so my first competition of this year was FIBO and I was preparing really much for it. I was uh, like preparing, I guess, one month, like just training for the competition. And I was training uh, not that much statics because 
for me, that was more important to hit like crazy dynamics than to do good uh, level aesthetics. And I did like, oh, I don't know, 90% of my focus for dynamics. I was just hitting combos. I was not learning anything new, just different combos, even the elements if I that I didn't want to do there because I, I quite didn't know what I want to do there. That was just, I went with the flow mostly. I like right now in my competitions, I go with the flow. I just know like two, three elements that I'm going to do. And after it, it just flow. Uh, so yeah, like if you, for me after FIBO, that was, I guess my best competition of the year. And after that, it's got a little bit worse, worse, worse after all the competition, because I wanted to progress in statics and I got like maybe 50% on statics and 50% on dynamics. And that's because my other competitions were a little worse than the first one, FIBO, because I was preparing for FIBO like 90% dynamics. Um, yeah, and also because of many competitions, you're just kind of tired of all these trips. And you're if you want to progress in statics and compete in competitions, it's kind of hard. You need to train more dynamics and it's also hard to combine with progression in statics if you want to progress. So, yeah, but right now, if I'm like preparing for my competition, I just do, I try to do it like 70 or 80% focus on dynamics because that's basically my, my strengths with, um, with it, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try to win. So I'm trying to prepare 70, 80% of dynamics and just doing some statics in my combos, but not focusing much on it. Because I th yesterday I talked with uh, an athlete um, and uh, he was also saying, oh, it hurts me so much. He, he was also like a, a dynamics focused uh, athlete. And he said, oh, it hurts me so much to see Roman uh, like uh, lose in the battles, uh, like in Sweden, uh, when it's, um, yeah, when he, that was his op uh, opinion, I would be interested in yours, um, that the competitions are quite static focused, um, that yeah. uh, like uh, with statics, you have the category of strength dynamics and the category of statics, which are two categories. So, um, yeah, it's hard, I think. Yeah, that's really hard because I don't know what's, what people think about it, but my opinion and opinion of the guys who are doing like dynamics, we think that like I'm training currently statics. I know that's hard, but that I, I don't know. For me, dynamics should be more valuable because there is always a risk. Uh, I mean, even if you learn these elements faster than statics, if you need like for statics a few years to learn this, but then after you do it, you're sure you will do it and that's not that sketchy and there are no risk in, in statics. But in dynamics, there is always risk even if you did it like thousand times. And sometimes it's um, um, underrated, the dynamics. So, yeah. So the risk-reward ratio for dynamics is not good. The risk is too high for the reward because, that you can... Because, you, you know, like you always depend on the bar. I would say on the bar, on the mats, on everything. But aesthetics, if you have parallels, you can put them the white you want. Uh, like you can do everything you want because it doesn't really matter on which bars you're performing your static combo but your dynamic combo it really matters if you see like a lot of mats you have more like you're more sure you're more uh, like mm, there are more chances you will do you will throw something crazy and you're more sure about your elements 
but yeah, in statics that doesn't really matter. So in dynamics, you're de you're, you're dependent on everything. I would say. So I'm already taking notes for the the FIBO uh, competition. Uh, so what I hear is uh, the bar is really important for you, but also the the mats that there are enough uh, mats. Yeah, I mean, on FIBO, everything was perfect. That was like the best bar I've, I've ever competed on. And the mats were perfect. Everything was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Big uh, shout out at this part uh, to Barsflex, who are like always doing a super, super good job with the uh, ultra wide freestyle bar, which is uh, super stable. And uh, yeah, I think the mats are also uh, the big ones. You see them quite rarely at competitions. Uh, so I think for your hey. confidence. You know, some uh, people sometimes think that they, they, it's not that necessary to put mats because, like, you're going to do elements that you're sure of. And if you do them, uh, like, I mean... Um, it's, it's inverted psychology. They think uh, they don't have to put the big mats because you know how to do the elements, but yeah, you know yeah. you feel much but, more comfortable having yeah. big mats doing your uh, elements. Yeah, I would say that it should it's, it should be in their interest to put more mats because dynamics athletes are gonna perform better elements and better combos when they see the mats and they're like even if you have mats or you don't like I would say the organizer should care about mats more because you're you're gonna perform on the on this bar and if you're doing like better combo you're doing like better for this organization and I would say that's really important to put good mess okay good that's uh, good to know and uh, hopefully some event organizers listen to this <laughs> um but yeah so for for like seeing on the next competitions you try to double down on your strengths and to focus on what you can do well instead of uh, trying to be more balanced and losing on the on your strength like you saw from FIBO uh, that it went mm -hmm. downhill with dynamics Yeah, I I want to focus on like three competitions next year or even less. I don't know, like, but probably it's three. So I would have some time to progress in statics because like I need, I, I think I need three weeks or one month to prepare for the competition. And other time before it, I think I would just hit statics and maybe some new elements in dynamics because they're like, if you train dynamics, you can choose if you want to learn something new or you want to maintain your level for competitions, it's like right now for me, because sometimes I don't want to do those elements of my training, but I need to do them because I will perform them in competition. But when I'm learning something new, I just learn what I want to learn and I do what I want to do, not just the elements I'm going to perform in competitions. Yeah, totally makes sense. And uh, yeah, this year I also talked to some athletes saying that if you do too many competitions, your progress really stagnates and goes back. And um, it's important sometimes to take a break, but also to plan just not too many competitions for a year uh, to be able to have this uh, periods of, uh, of progressing again. I think it was Yazi um, also that we talked about it. Yeah, I just wanted to get like more experience when I had this chance this year just to be and on as much competitions as I could, just to see everything this is uh, other countries like and just travel and to see how everything works and yeah. Oh. 
So let's design your perfect competition. Uh, let's design the uh, the Romance Cup. Um, and uh, yeah, what what would be the rules? Uh, how how would you restructure the the judges? I I I don't really know because I didn't think about it. But I would say that's really hard because yeah, that's really hard. But because I think there is just just big potential in terms of uh, a dynamics competition uh, in Germany, but everywhere in Italy, etc. We see a lot of uh, uh, statics competitions popping up, uh, which is cool because like this, people who uh, really want to focus and double down on statics, they can only do a statics competition. But there are not a lot of uh, dynamics competitions, and I would love to see you perform at a dynamics competition. Uh, because you don't have to care about straddle planche, about front lever, about like all this. You can just do your statics uh, dynamics, and that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I quite like the the system on FIBO, uh, but this this system is really hard for statics at least. So there are like three judges: dynamics, statics, and combos. If I am not mistaken, and yeah, that's pretty. Uh, I, I really like the system because, yeah, it's more like for dynamics guys in their interest to win and, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's super hard to find a good balance. Yeah, um, yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. Anyways, um, so what is uh, next on your list? What are you currently uh, working on? Is there a, a skill that you want to teaser that you're close to unlocking or something? Uh, so yeah, right now I'm like, I'm sick with COVID and I, I think I will start training next year. Uh, and yeah, there are like a couple of elements. I really want to do them. Um, yeah. But it's that's, secret. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, I, I want to do that. I, I don't want to just say that. And if I don't do it, for example, people will wait for me to do it and I don't do it, for example. And I want to be in that pressure, 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 maybe. I just want to do them. And after I do it, I post it. And yeah, that's what I want to do. Nice. Okay, that's good. Fully understand. Um, yeah. So I think we're uh, slowly coming to an end of the interview. Uh, it was super, super nice to get to know more about your training style, about your story, about your advice. And I think uh, it's rare that uh, yeah, people get like a dynamics, uh, dynamics insights. Um, and yeah, thank you a lot for sharing. Thanks for inviting me. It was a pleasure. Yes, definitely. So get uh, well soon. And uh, then I'm looking forward to, to see you uh, yeah, rocking the 2024 competitions and uh, yeah, doing the new skills and um, with, you, with your style and with your focus. Okay. Yeah, thanks. We will see you next year. It's going to be crazy. Yes. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Roman, for your time. And uh, yeah, have a good day. Yep. Bye-bye, everyone.